If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Today is Thursday, January 25th. We'll tell you about the record turnout in New Hampshire and how things are looking so far in the next presidential primary race in Nikki Haley's home state. Also, a rare response from the U.S. after a U.N. shelter in Gaza was attacked. Plus, a warning about a supplement that could mimic the effects of opioids. A new familiar host for The Daily Show. And the newest viral phenomenon that's come with some consequences. Those stories add even more news to know next. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. It's seen as a testament to the impact of former President Trump. A record number of voters cast a ballot in New Hampshire's Republican primary this week. And analysts say that's because Trump has so many supporters and opponents who are determined to either get him back into office or keep him out. But so far, the supporters outnumber the opponents. Not only did Trump decidedly win in New Hampshire, but he's dominating the polls in South Carolina by more than 35 points over his GOP competitor, former South Carolina governor Nikki Haley. Still, Haley says this race is far from over. She returned to her home state yesterday and continued to challenge the former president at a rally last night. She again asked that he take mental competency tests and debate her. And Haley does have some support, especially with moderates. But she's also facing growing pressure to drop out of the race. Just yesterday, the chair of the Republican National Committee said the party should unite around Trump. And yesterday, a lot more GOP lawmakers decided to go ahead and endorse him. On the other side, President Biden is getting his own support as well. He received a key endorsement yesterday from the United Auto Workers. And with that, Biden told union members at an event that he was, quote, proud to have your back and proud you have mine. That's the deal. The UAW is seen as significant since it has influence on voters in Michigan, which is a key battleground state. Biden has been endorsed by almost every other major union, too. Today, he has two events planned where he and his cabinet secretaries are set to talk about economic issues. As for President Trump, he's expected back in court today and could be testifying in a defamation trial. Stay tuned. An attack in Gaza prompted rare outright condemnation from the U.S. The United Nations says Israeli tanks struck a huge U.N. compound in Gaza that was sheltering tens of thousands of displaced Palestinians. It says the facility was clearly marked and that its coordinates had been shared with Israeli authorities. But the attack happened anyway, and people died. The U.S. responded to say, quote, we deplore today's attack. And the U.S. reiterated that civilians and humanitarian workers must be protected. At first, Israel put out a statement saying that area was a base of Hamas fighters and that fighting had to happen near large numbers of civilians. But after the U.S. criticized the attack, the Israeli military put out another statement saying an examination of its operations actually ruled out that its forces were responsible. And it's going to investigate whether Hamas was actually behind the attack instead. Meanwhile, Israel and Hamas are still in indirect talks on a possible ceasefire. Over in Eastern Europe, accusations are flying over a deadly plane crash. A large Russian military transport plane crashed in Russia, not far from Ukraine. 
and everyone on board was killed. Russian officials say the plane was carrying 65 Ukrainian prisoners of war who were set to be exchanged for Russian service members. And now Russia is accusing Ukrainian forces of shooting the plane down on purpose in what it's calling a barbaric act of terrorism. Ukraine's intelligence agency confirmed there was supposed to be a prisoner swap yesterday, but said Ukraine had not been asked to secure the airspace the way they were with previous prisoner swaps. They didn't know how the POWs were being transported or what routes they were taking. The Ukrainian military has not said whether it actually did shoot down the plane, just that it will keep destroying Russian military transport aircraft if it's believed they're carrying missiles to use in the war. Russia's foreign minister has called for a meeting of the UN Security Council over this, so a meeting is set to happen this afternoon. The FAA has given airlines the clearance to start flying Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets once again, but only after a thorough inspection and maintenance process. This is the aircraft that's been grounded for nearly three weeks since the sight of an Alaska Airlines jet blew out over Portland. And now that they've gotten the go-ahead, airlines are starting to work with Boeing to complete all the procedures the FAA is requiring to get the planes ready to go again as soon as possible. Alaska Airlines says it will be able to start bringing the MAX 9 jets back into service starting tomorrow. And United says it hopes to resume flying the grounded planes on Sunday. Still, the FAA says it won't just be back to business as usual at Boeing's factories. And it won't grant any requests for Boeing to expand production of the MAX aircraft, at least not until it's sure the quality control issues have been solved. Critics say Boeing has been rushing production to clear a lengthy backlog of orders. And the National Transportation Safety Board is still investigating. In the meantime, Boeing says it will keep cooperating with the federal government and take action to strengthen safety and quality. In a callback to 1773, there's a transatlantic controversy brewing all over tea. It started this week when an American scientist released a book on the molecular science behind a good cup of tea. She claimed the perfect cup is made with a pinch of added salt to reduce the bitterness of the drink. Well, Brits who read that lost it on social media, so much so that the U.S. Embassy in the U.K. intervened, trying to distance itself from the scientist's advice. It wrote, quote, We want to ensure the good people of the U.K. that the unthinkable notion of adding salt to Britain's national drink is not official United States policy and never will be. Of course, this is all in good fun. The embassy even joked, quote, The U.S. Embassy will continue to make tea in the proper way by microwaving it. More news still ahead, but first support for this episode comes from Lumi. If you're like me, the start of your year is already a busy one. So if you need a deodorant that can keep up with you while you're on the go, Lumi is a game-changing whole-body deodorant that can work on everything from your pits to your feet. I use the stick deodorant on a daily basis, as usual, and I love the body wash in the shower, too. Then I keep the convenient deodorant wipes on hand for on the go. And no matter where or how you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long and control odor for up to 72 hours. And they've got over 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and more. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid-stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code NEWSWORTHY at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit Lumi, L-U-M-E, deodorant.com and use the code NEWSWORTHY. Now back to the news. The college football coach who just won the national championship is now going to work with the pros. Michigan's head coach, Jim Harbaugh, just accepted a job with the Los Angeles Chargers. 
Harbaugh has actually coached in the NFL before. He spent four years with the San Francisco 49ers. But his record in the NCAA is even better, as he's won three Big Ten championships and brought Michigan its first national title since 1997. The Wolverines apparently talked about a new contract that would have made Harbaugh the highest-paid coach in college football. But he signed a five-year deal with the Chargers instead and says he's ready to start building up the team. Five of America's most prestigious universities have agreed to settle a case accusing them of financial aid conspiracy. Together, Brown, Columbia, Duke, Emory, and Yale agreed to pay nearly $105 million. And hundreds of thousands of current and former students will get cash payments. On average, each student is expected to receive about $750. Remember, the suit accused the universities of using a shared method to calculate the need for applicants— It says with that, they unfairly limited aid, violating antitrust laws. Under federal law, schools are allowed to work together on their formulas, but only if applicants' financial needs are not considered in their admission process. But the suit says they did weigh students' ability to pay and even favor children of wealthy donors. Now, even though some of the universities have settled, they're not admitting wrongdoing as part of this. Plenty of other schools have been accused in this case, too, and now a total of eight have settled while nine others are still fighting the allegations. To be continued. The FDA has a new warning about what's commonly referred to as gas station heroin. Officially, the warning is over any supplements with the ingredient tianeptine. They're often sold under the name Neptune's Fix, and they can be found at gas stations, convenience stores, and online. They're marketed as a way to improve brain function and treat anxiety, depression, pain, opioid use disorder, and other conditions. And tianeptine is actually approved in some other countries as an antidepressant, but not here in the U.S. And the FDA says potency and dosage in the supplements can vary widely. They're linked to serious side effects like seizures, loss of consciousness, and even death. The FDA sent a letter to retailers earlier this month urging them to stop selling Neptune's Fix or any other products with tianeptine. But it's possible some products can still be found on store shelves. And the CDC says people who stop taking tianeptine could end up getting withdrawal symptoms, much like they would from opioids. Anyone who's having side effects is asked to report them on the FDA's website. Emergency assistance is also available through Poison Help. Well, more than a year into its hosting search, and The Daily Show decided who better to take over than the man who built it into a media staple. Yep, comedian Jon Stewart is coming back to host. He's just going to take over Monday nights, starting next month, while other members of The Daily Show team host the other nights of the week. And for now, Stewart is only committed to hosting through this year's election cycle. Of course, Stewart hosted the show for 16 years before leaving in 2015. And while he was there, he developed a lot of new talent. For example, Stephen Colbert, Steve Carell, John Oliver, Samantha Bee, and many others got their start on The Daily Show. So that's going to be a key part of his job this time around, too. Stewart plans to stay on as executive producer at least through next year. Well, that's it for the main news today, so now it's time for Thing to Know Thursday. But first, a break for our sponsor. All of us have those certain items in our closet that you pick over everything else, right? For me, that's definitely Honey Love's Legging 2.0. I literally wear these pretty much every day until I need to wash them. They're cute with a stylish look and shaping. They're comfortable with a super soft cooling material that holds you in without feeling too tight. And they're convenient with pockets that don't add bulk but still make it really easy to carry around my phone when my hands are full. So whether I'm working from home, working out, or running around town with my toddler, Honey Love's Legging 2.0 are my go-to. 
I'm also a huge fan of their shapewear, and our executive producer agrees there's a reason she's chosen Honey Love shapewear over other brands, even on her wedding day. Treat yourself to the best bras, shapewear, and leggings on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com newsworthy. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com newsworthy. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Start the new year with confidence thanks to Honey Love. Now back to Thing to Know Thursday. The so-called rat hole has taken the internet by storm. It really is just a hole in a sidewalk that appears to be in the shape of a rat. And it's gotten such a following online that now thousands of visitors have been coming to a Chicago neighborhood to check it out. Even Chicago officials, the Chicago Bulls mascot, and several news anchors have made appearances there. People have gathered at the rat hole to host parties. There's also been a proposal, a wedding, and a shrine set up. Sometimes there are lines that form down the street. But people who live in the neighborhood say they're getting frustrated. They've told NBC News there's trash piling up, vandalism, loud noise at all hours, and constant recording, meaning not a lot of privacy. Plus, they can't get package deliveries because the post office can't access the street. Some neighbors got so fed up last week, they decided to fill the hole with concrete. But the very same day, onlookers dug it back out. So visitors are still out there. Eventually, neighbors suspect the city will remove the rat hole. And at that point, it might just be a distant viral memory. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll catch you up on more news to know tomorrow. Until then, have a great day.